Now back to the happy hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Alrighty, so before we get to Husker football, I know I've been teasing this for a while, and I'm excited to talk about it, but there's been some a little bit of news here. Psych, we're talking something else. This comes from Draft Express. Baylor Shireman, Summit League Player of the Year and arguably the best mid-major player in college basketball, Ooh. will enter the NCAA transfer portal. That is a bold claim. He is. He is currently testing the NBA draft waters, but don't forget, so did Sam Greasel. Um, and don't forget, Baylor Shireman, Nebraska guy. Aurora native? He played for Aurora, the Huskies. So, he led their football team to a state championship his senior year as the quarterback. So I'm not saying it's a done deal. Look, I mean this. But I'm it would be Fred this. Hoiberg's biggest win. Look, I'm going to say this. And I'm joking 100%. All right? I am joking wink, when wink. I say this. Wink, wink. All right? I am joking, joking. If Baylor Shireman transfers somewhere that isn't Nebraska, fire Fred Hoiberg. There you go. You heard it here first. I'm joking. So. But I'm not maybe joking. I'm not. <laughs> so, once again, Baylor Shireman into the portal. All right. Let's uh, talk Husker football here. Don't want to get you guys down on a Monday. But we're totally about to. We're just about to just throw some facts your way. 402-464-5685. Take them how you will. I we, guess. We, we There's talk. no taking this. It's just, it's just bad. Just take it as best as you can. <laughs> Nebraska football struggles to keep guys on campus. Um, like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, went through the past recruiting classes since 2018 uh, from the time basically that Scott Frost has been head coach, right? 2018 was his first class. And development is such a big topic, whether it was the narrative that – we don't need the highest profile recruits because we just need them to fit with our offense. Mm-hmm. That was the narrative for a little bit within Nebraska football. Then it became, uh, well, maybe you know we're Nebraska. Once we get guys on campus, or once we get guys to visit, which part of this is true, once we get guys to visit, they fall in love with Nebraska. And that is true. We have seen evidence of that happening. But at, at the end of the day, we can all agree that the staff's development can be better. A lot better. They, right. they need to improve in that area significantly because, again, if you're not going to go after the highest profile, if you're not going yep. to get the highest profile players, you're going to get some of the guys who need more development, need more time to, to reach that pinnacle of, of being a, a true Division One football player. And that's where development comes in is, is helping them realize that potential. You're not going to recruit a, a three-star based off of the skills he has. You're, you're recruiting him based off of mm-hmm. the skills he has plus what you see in him. What's possible? How do you feel like you can mold him into a better football uh, player? You take the three stars, you make them five stars. So this goes through, and yes, it's a little different with COVID and the COVID year, but at the end of the day, they did not finish out their collegiate eligibility. They left Nebraska before they graduated. They still had collegiate years left. Um, They had opportunities to play. So Adrian Martinez is included in this. Um, so 2018, let's just run through the names of the players that have left before they graduated or before they were, you know, out of eligibility. Mm-hmm. 2018 class, Adrian Martinez, Maurice Washington, 
Cameron Jones. Side note, there's going to be some names here, Rico, that I was going through this, and I'm like, I completely forgot about him and how excited we were about oh, him. I remember Cam Jones. He went to SMU. Yes, he did. He was uh, a high three-star, low four-star guy. I thought Cam Jones was going to be a problem here. Yeah, it, was, it was all good. So anyway, this was the year also, the 2018 class, this was the year of guys committing on TV, like mm. on news set, new yes. sets. Because Greg Bell did it, uh, Cam Jones did it. Ooh, I was I was at an Olive I was at Olive Garden. SDSU, he's in the draft right now. Yeah, I was at Olive Garden when Cam Jones committed to Nebraska. By the way, okay, there was a lot of Cams in this class. I remember. <laughs> okay, so these are guys that left: Cameron Jones, Tate Wildeman, C.J. Smith, Jerron Woodyard, Greg Bell, Will Honus, Andre Hunt, Miles Jones, David Alston, Will Farniok, Casey Rogers, Justin McGriff. Katerian Legrone. Now, sidebar, legal stuff with Legrone and Andre Hunt. Yes. Uh, Barrett Pickering, Willie Canty. No longer doing the kicker. Yeah. Willie, Barrett Pickering, Willie Canty, Dominic Watt. Oh, Dominic Watt. Right? Oh, my goodness. I remember all of them. So I miss that's most of them. That specific year, 18 players of the 24 that Nebraska signed in 2018 left the program. McGriff, the crime dog, is actually a pretty highly rated uh, he was draft at Tulsa. prospect. Yeah. He was at Tulsa. Pretty highly rated draft prospect right now. So they lost 75% of their recruiting class. Who? 2018, not great. 2019, Wandale Robinson, Luke McCaffrey, Jakeem Green, Darian Chase. Jakeem Green, again, in the transfer portal. Big one, though. That was a big body. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of upside for him. He's transferring from South Carolina now. Darian Chase, Demarion Houston, Jamie Nance, Jackson Han- Hanna, Ronald Tompkins III, Jameen Graham, Matthew Anderson, Jimmy Fritchie, Desmond Bland. Jimmy Fritchie at the 11th hour, Clemson jumped in, Nebraska You're kept right. him. Uh, Anderson was a little smaller lineman. They couldn't put went any to, weight on him. Went to Louisiana Lafayette. Yes, and then he transferred again. Yeah. I don't know where he's at right now. Now, w- once again, like we're seeing the, the transfer portal take effect here. Because there's a lot of these guys, when I was looking at their profiles, they're just sitting in there. They're just sitting in the portal. So it's not necessarily working out the best for them either. 12 of those 28 guys that they signed in the 2019 class left. Good for 43% of their class. Now, Ronald Tompkins retired. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. From football. Because he had bad knees. Technically, he's in the portal. He did. He so he retired from football for like half a season, and then I guess he started feeling yeah. better. Uh, said he was going to come back, unretiring, and then entered the portal. Okay, so then on that side, but Nebraska stayed with him through both knee injuries in high school. That is true. So let's go ahead and make it eleven of twenty-eight. That of that. yeah, eleven of twenty-eight. 
in from the 2020 class. And this is what's concerning is that these classes, it's only this is only two classes ago and Nebraska has lost a good chunk of players from that specific class. Xavier Betts, Keyshawn Green. This is the class that you're going to be like, "Man, this guy this could have really helped Nebraska out." Keyshawn Green right there. Xavier Betts, Keyshawn Green, Marcus Fleming, Henry Gray, Nadab Joseph, Jaden Francois, Sevion Morrison, Will Nixon, Marvin Scott, Nico Cooper, Ronald Delancey, Feldarius Payne, Jordan Riley, Daniel Cherney. 14 of their 20 players that they signed in the 2020 class, gone. A lot. That's a lot of DBs. Granted, they, they kind of not made up for it, but are filling those positions with a yeah. bunch of transfers, especially this offseason. But Jaden Francois was the one. Uh, started Big getting calls one. during his signing day ceremony about, oh, well, T you Fish. know, Travis Fisher's not going to be there next year. And and the rumor was that it was Florida State calling him, trying to trying to convince him to leave. Uh, turns out Travis Fisher not going anywhere. Turns out Jaden Francois mm-hmm. going somewhere. So set, they've lost 70% of that class. Goodness gracious. 2021. running backs in that class. Yeah, 2021. Wyndon Hohuli, Bronson Yeager. Mm. Malik and Williams. So they've lost 15% of the 2021 class. Winnen Hohuli, Branson Yeager were big gets. Yeager was the big lineman out of Idaho, I believe. Winnen Hohuli was the guy from Hawaii. Yes. And part Wyndon of that, part no, of that Yeager was, was the lineman from, yes, from Idaho. But Winnen Hohuli was the highest rated recruit in that class, I believe, 2021. Mm-hmm. In Nebraska's um, class, yeah, he was. And, and it was one of those like late. Blue, one of those guys that joined late in the class. He was a Tuioti. He was a commit. Um, I think I remember this from talking to Schaefer. He had committed and signed already, but he didn't want to announce until after the Polynesian All Star Game. Yes, so you're right. he waited. He was already signed technically, but he wanted to wait to announce it till after the Polynesian Game. So let's add all those up, and this is without. This is with with um, Ronald Tompkins out of it. 47 of the 82 players that they brought in in the 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021 class, a total of 82 players, 47 of them have left. 58% of the guys that they have actually had sign on the letter of intent, the dotted line on their LOIs, transferred out. Mm -hmm. So we talk about development. And I mentioned, we we talked about it on Friday. Nebraska, it feels like, just keeps putting Band-Aids on paper cuts. Non-stop. Every year. That seems like how we've had to navigate Nebraska football. Now, there have been some mainstays. Adrian Martinez at quarterback was one of them, and there were things that you can talk about there. Um, Some guys at wide receiver, like Omar Manning's now a mainstay, just hasn't panned out. And that's that's been the name of the game on offense, is that guys just... They've been in the room, just hasn't panned out. And that goes back right back to that conversation of development. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at this too, 47 of the 82 players that they have specifically scouted, specifically offered a scholarship, and allowed them to commit, did not work. And part of this is transfer portal. Like, Rico, you and I were talking about it. Like, part of it's transfer portal, and part of it is the way that college football is nowadays. 
but you should not be losing 58% of your roster no. through four recruiting classes. Nobody is. I don't, I don't care how much you want to blame the transfer portal. No, uh, You should look up what these guys are doing after leaving Nebraska. Yeah. That is irrelevant to me because another text says that this is just perpetual lack of depth. I don't care if they're not doing good or if they're not anywhere after they left Nebraska. The problem is, is Nebraska was banking on them being here and them leaving leaves them in situations that they're in right now with the defensive line where you only have seven or eight guys available and nobody with any experience. Yes. That is the problem is because even if you have these guys and they and they barely play, maybe they get into two games in two years, three games in two years, they know what it's like to travel. They know what it's like to train. They know where everything on campus is. They know how to eat. They know how to get ready for football games. They know how to travel and, and what to do in the hotel rooms to keep themselves busy and not getting out into trouble. The freshmen coming in need somebody like that who knows how to do that. Maybe they don't know how the experience in the game, but they have somebody who can teach them how to act off the field. And when you lose tons and tons of people like that, you get into situations where you're going to have to play true freshmen even if they're not ready. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just wild to think about and and the numbers are something that don't lie. Um, we have about a minute left in the show here, so we'll we'll definitely dive into this whole thing throughout the next couple days um, because there's a lot there's a lot to unpack here. And yes, it's part of college football, and and there's just situations that it does not work out. But specifically, and 2018's class was kind of a class that they did have to throw together. Um, but think about it, the names that jump out there. They let Will Honus walk. They let Casey Rogers walk. Um, Willie Canty and Dominic Walk didn't even make it to campus. Greg Bell is going to be an NFL guy. Uh, Tate Wildeman never saw the field. Maurice Washington, there was other stuff going on there. Um, Adrian Martinez just straight up mismanaged him. Four-year starter, just didn't work. And, and Craig says this. This is a really good ending point. Goes poor character recruits, question mark. Well, and that's where, and that's a good choice. That's a good answer or reason, but that goes right back on the coaches and scouting and understanding your recruits. We're done for today. We'll see you. Adios. <laughs>